Welcome to Sarah's Social Life Podcast, where you'll be able to discover how interesting people are. So hi, Kylie. Hello. I want to ask you two questions that all the guests have to answer if they come on my podcast. Um, the first question goes, uh, can you describe yourself with three three things? I've always hated that question. <laughs> like, I've known myself for so long, but I still have no idea who I am in, like, a few words. So I think I have an epic sense of humor. I hope so, anyway. <laughs> I'm INFP. I guess that tells a lot if you're into the Myers-Briggs personality. And I think I'm pretty creative. Wait, you're introverted? So, like, INFP? Not me. Mm-hmm. INFP, yeah. That's interesting. Because I've always thought you were an extrovert. No, I'm just a loud person. I feel like when I'm comfortable, like, it takes me a while to get comfortable with people. But once I am, you can't turn me off. Like, That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I recharge by myself. Mm, you know what? This, I, I'm also INFP too. That's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, moving on so I I had Kaylee answer 10 questions from here we will be going with questions that Kylie wanted to answer um, this question goes what are your current obsessions or interests or what do you enjoy doing during your free time since I was a kid I really liked crochet I just picked up a new stitch which kind of looks like knitting a little bit but it's crocheting which is nice because I'm too scared to try knitting um, I also really like gouache painting and illustration. Um, if you don't know, gouache is a paint that's kind of in between acrylic and watercolor. Sometimes it's called opaque watercolor. And I'm practicing drawing my friend and I a lot, just over and over again drawing she and I, because this summer we're going on a road trip around the country in America, and I want to make a little illustration diary. That sounds awesome. <laughs> um... Oh, road trip in America? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're hitting up like 12 or 13 national parks. You're going to national parks? I'm so excited. Dang. I've always wanted to go to national parks. Have you been to one before? Mm-hmm. After in seventh grade, we did a similar road trip. We went from Florida, Texas, up through California, and then to the Dakotas, and then back down to Florida. <gasps> whoa it, it got a little bit old I'm gonna be honest but I'm excited that's that's something to look forward to mm-hmm. okay moving on this was an interesting question I'm I'm glad that you answered this um do you wish your skin was darker or lighter this is interesting to me because I've lived in four different countries and all of them have had different beauty standards in America as a white woman the aim is to have like this perfect tan whereas in Korea the goal is like last skin you like you're wanting to be paler and trends come and go so quickly that I just I try not to obsess over it because I know that next week it's going to be something different I feel like the only thing I really wish I could change about my complexion is how easily I sunburn and bruise because I am quite white interesting because you've been to you lived in four different countries Mm -hmm. I was born in Hong Kong America the Cayman Islands which is kind of south of Cuba and Mm -hmm. now Korea that I did not know about you yeah, it's kind of weird. Amer- I grew up in the Cayman Islands. So even though I'm American, America still feels foreign. Like it doesn't feel like home. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm going back to where I used to live, it still feels like I'm moving to a different country. Do you know the term called third culture kid? Third culture kid? 
Yep. I'm a piece of cake. Yep. For sure. Oh. I grew up outside of my passport country. Yeah. yeah. I used to really hate that. Like, it used to make me angry that I moved so much, but now I'm kind of proud of it. Hmm. Also, apparently, TCKs, they are more open minded. Uh, they don't find culture in countries, but rather like in a like a group of people. Okay, let's move on. Uh, where do you feel the safest? Zero hesitation, my bedroom. That's classic introvert. Or in the States, I'm I have my driver's license, I can drive, and driving alone at night is the best feeling. Just music and just like your own personal space where you can just jam out, be yourself. I feel like it's a pretty generic answer, but it's kind of, it's honest. You went for a driving by yourself? Mm-hmm. Early COVID, when we were on lockdown, we couldn't go to public spaces, but I would just hop in my car, go just driving, not to go to a destination, just to drive around. This is when gas prices were lower. And it was just so nice. Dang, that's pretty nice. Moving on. Um, which countries do you want to visit the most in your lifetime? Well, as a TCK, I have moved a total of 15 times all over the world. And I have a pretty genuine fear of like settling down, having that classic, like raising a family in one spot. Like that sounds a little freaky to me. And I have a list of countries I want to live in for at least two years. Belgium, because I have family there that I want to meet and I want to gain fluency in my very poor French skill. Um, Argentina, Japan, Quebec. And I mean, I guess Quebec is kind of Canada-y. Also, I would love to live on the Oregon coast in the U.S. Why so? It's just so pretty. Like, have you seen the Goonies? Goonies? No. Goonies? It's, it's, anyway, it takes place on the Oregon coast, and it's just so, like, foggy. It's, like, where the forest meets the ocean. It's beautiful. I can already imagine. <laughs> Very much lighthouse vibes. <laughs> also, um, Japan. Yeah, I would love to live in Japan. I... I've seen a lot of YouTubers, like foreigners, and their experience there just seems really amazing. I would love to teach at an international school. Yo, you know what? That sounds really cool. You should be an inter- international um, school teacher. Get a license with that and just yeah. travel all around the world. Yeah, then I could hit up all these countries. <clears throat> but I'm excited of your traveling journey. I hope that, that happens <laughs> within your lifetime. Me too. Um uh what which habit are you proudest of breaking my I have to have straight hair to be pretty so I need to get a straight in my hair every day habit and just view of myself and my hair like genuinely I have really curly hair like it's pretty large <laughs> and my hair routine now and just seeing that progress I've made and that glow up is my favorite form of self-care so you straighten your hair whenever you like in middle school I would straighten it every day because I thought I needed to have straight hair to be pretty so I completely damaged my hair and like really fried my ends. So it took me like it take it's taken me like a year and a half to get my curls back. And I'm really proud of that. Yeah. It looks nice though. Thank you. It kind of forms your identity. It's very unique. Kylie has a very curly and red ginger hair. Ginger kind of. Kind of bright. Ginger brown. Yeah, ginger brown hair. Uh moving on. Um, if you had to rename yourself, what name would you choose? So I've thought a lot about this because of something you'll find out in the last question. I think I either, would either go with Brooklyn, Iris, or Locke. They're all pretty androgynous, but really pretty. 
Iris kind of has an ethereal quality to it because it's the great goddess of the rainbow. I kind of like, I want to I want to hear my name and suspect I'm some like immortal. Like, have you seen the meme with Keanu Reeves and Florence Waltz where they're like, oh, they were born in the 17th century and they're still like, I want to, I want that energy from my name. <laughs> nice. But the, those are like the three names that you just mentioned. Looks kind of, kind of does give your vibe, like your image. Thank you. Where are we? Uh, we talked about the name and, oh yeah, it's, this is probably <laughs> my favorite question. <laughs> I'm glad I put this on the list. Do you still talk to your first crush? No, I do not. And that's fine with me. It's a great story though. Okay, so seventh grade, I liked him. He liked my best friend. My best friend hated him. He held my hand on the band bus on the way home from the yearly band trip to Bush Gardens. And then I sent my best friend a week later. Last time I saw him, he had just gotten braces and he had chosen orange and blue for the color. So no, I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> very observative. Orange and blue. Because his school was the Longhorns and he had to go with orange and blue for some reason. Not flattering. Not flattering. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's such a drama that he liked your friend and this a whole triangle. It's, it was very, uh, very girl meets world. <laughs> but the fact that he held your hand and asked your best friend out, that also tells a lot about him. Quite whack. Very seventh grade boyish of him. Like, whatever. It was years ago. Seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh grade. Such, such a it's drama. A well, that's interesting. Um, moving on, where do you find purpose in your life? This is quite a deep question. This is a deep question, yeah. Making people laugh. So it should be zero surprise that I'm going to be a theater major next fall. To go a little bit more deeply, I feel like life's purpose is as simple as when you visit someone's house or babysit. Like, leave the place better than you found it. We're, we're guests on Earth. And we have fairly insignificant lifespan. So why should we aim? Why should we should all aim to change things for the better? And I really think that making people laugh and just bringing some bright energy into the world, that's how you do that. That is that's such a great answer. Yeah. I, I also like the get, uh, phrase for guests on earth. We really wanna... are like live for 70, 80 years, but the world's been around forever. And it, it's just, we're gone like that. Yeah. We're like tiny sparks in the universe. Also, think you are doing the purpose by making people laugh. Thank you. <laughs> um, I hope I hope you can continue that purpose even after you graduate. Um, next question is: um, Are people better at creating or destroying things? Destroying things, hundred percent. It is so much fun. Think about when you make a pillow for it or like a Jenga block tower or like the snowman on the soccer field. Like, sure, you may have created this beautiful masterpiece, but destroying it takes three seconds and it brings a smile to everyone. Like, we're better at destroying things, 100%. Not in like a sadistic way, but we're just better at it. <laughs> also, the amount of time we put into creating and then just... Split immediately gone yeah. yeah think about like how much time you put into cleaning your room versus how easy you can make it messy again mm. <laughs> that's probably why creating like art music and those creative um products are praised so much because it is hard to make creative yeah. things you know 
or maybe part of art and music would be destroying things i don't know it's a metaphor for sure okay this is a uh, second to last question um what are your top five favorite songs right now right now uh, according to spotify Bambina by Vampire Weekend, Obstacle Eyes by Morgan Belt, Patternless by Early Eyes, Twist and Shout by The Beatles, and Banana Pancakes by Jack Jackson. Vampire Weekend, Bambina. Do, what, what kind of songs is that? I've never heard of. I don't even know what genre to put that in. It just makes me really, really happy. It's like a minute and a half song. It's so short, but it just makes me want to dance. And I cannot dance, so that's saying something. Mm. <laughs> it's just really happy. Like, it gives me summer vibes. When do you usually listen to music? All the time. If I'm not doing something, Spotify's on. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Obstacle Eyes before, you, before we started recording. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to I wanna add some songs to my playlist. Can you recommend like one or two songs? Ooh, I would definitely go Bambina and Obstacle Eyes. Obstacle Eyes is kind of like when it's rainy out, kind of hippie vibes. I like it, like psychedelic-y. It's nice. Kind of seems like you based off the uh, music from your, like the weather, like summer vibes. I guess so, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I'll definitely add them to my playlist because I'm also making one. To close off, we, I, we have the mandatory questions. Um, what are some things that you don't mind the world knowing, but you just didn't get the chance to tell people? Not so much didn't get the chance to, but these are just things that like I don't think are super important to bring up all the time. First of all, I am on meds which are awesome. Love it. Love that. Love my mental health now. We have it's not really something I bring up a lot because it doesn't really fit into conversation. But to reference a comedian that I really like, Taylor Tomlinson, it's akin to not being able to swim and suddenly having arm floaties. Second, it's kind of big. Uh, I'm actually bisexual and non-binary, but just not super vocal about it. Like I don't really care enough to make a big deal about it. And coming out is always spooky. So I'm not really out here to just like hi i'm kylie and i like women like no not like it just kind of floats in the background so hello 50 random strangers what's your pronoun i like both men and women uh pronouns don't care at all genuinely oh. call me whatever oh. i'm not super dysphoric so you call me she her call me they them call me he him don't matter at all doesn't matter at all got it i always like get mixed up at the start when the pronoun thing like first came out it was very mm. like messing up with my brain because then like oh I accidentally called they them with she and her and they're just like oh can you call me they them and we both feel awkward and things right so I feel like when so, you misgender someone just yeah. apologize correct it and move on like if you make a big deal about it it's going to become a big deal so just apologize correct it move on not a big deal at all mm, maybe it's more it gets more awkward if you make a big deal yeah Mm, i see well that's interesting just didn't have the opportunity to tell people but then it was just like something that you kept it to yourself right yeah yeah something that i'm passionate about i'm co-president of the solidarity club at our school and that's been we haven't done a lot because of covid and we keep getting online school but that's something that i'm kind of proud of is 
starting this club at our school to start these conversations. I'm glad. How did how did you come up with the idea of Solidarity Club? At my old school, there was something called a GSA, a Gay Straight Alliance, and I noticed there was nothing like that at the school, and that identities were never really talked about. So I figured bring that conversation up to the table. And a friend of mine, Uni Kim, also wanted to do that. So bam, co-presidents. It's an unofficial club right now, but next year, next year is going to be a club rush. I'm not going to be here because I'm graduating, but happy to leave that legacy. Yeah, I'm pretty glad that they like you guys made came up with the idea of standing against minority rights because yeah. you know, it doesn't even just include LGBTQ community, but it also includes like gender feminism, gender racism. Yeah, exactly. Racism and also disabled people because it's mm-hmm. kind of thing in Korea. I just our main focuses are LGBTQIA, feminism, racial issues and mental and physical disability. Mm. Um, I heard that you guys are planning on a Ukraine bake sale. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fundraising. That was supposed to be rolled out before spring break and then I got COVID, I'm in isolation, so that's gonna be coming, maybe iFest. Yeah, it's been such a nice time talking and like getting to know about you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Now we've come to an end. I hope you enjoyed listening to Kylie's interview and that you've been able to discover new things about her. She's a very interesting person to talk to. If you are interested in becoming the guest for the podcast, you can ask me in person or email me through sarahsociallifepodcast at gmail.com. Last but not least, if you enjoyed the episode, Rate them, share them, and add this to your podcast list. It'll be worth a while.